You will go on my first whistle. Chris, you will go on my second whistle. <laughs> that, means I'm the, that means I'm the gladiator. Why have we done a gladiator's intro to this show? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm keeping it in, you know that, don't you? <laughs> the blooper reel I don't know I was just uh, I was freestyling you were thinking thinking of gladiators for some reason maybe it's because you're sitting opposite my muscular frame yeah and long I, hair maybe I was, I was I was thinking of Jet more yeah right curious. <laughs> you are listening to the County Live podcast with me Martin Johnson over here uh, and me Chris Ridgway over here and the bandwagon rolls on and it does what a way for the bandwagon to roll on and the oh. only way, the only way it could be better than being behind at FC United, and then ended up winning in the last minute, and giving one of the best players of the season a really good send off. I suppose the only way it could be better than that was if I don't know if he scored more goals. Uh, the, I've, I've got I've got to say this about FC United. There's been a lot of back and forth between our fans over the years, but it's always a hell of an occasion. They always coming in number. It's it's. It's always an entertaining watch. It wasn't pretty to watch, but it was entertaining to watch. It was a great scrap in the park. And the fact that we've taken all three points uh, in the way that we have makes it all that sweeter. And and yes, you're right to say um, it would have been nice to have more goals, but I, I, I quite like, in, in a weird way, I like that we didn't because I like to see that we can win that way as well. We've seen it in recent weeks where we're scoring four goals and three goals. We've seen that the county have got goals in abundance. This time, they've come from behind against a tough tackling, nothing to lose team who are just clinging on to everything they can do. And county have gritted it out and showed that they can win like that as well. So, uh, a great day out, all in all. Um, very well looked after. A couple of beers after the game. And. Um, and three points to go home with Jamie Stott having a guard of honour on his way out. Just a just a great day all around. So we'll talk more about the game in detail and about Jamie's contribution after we've heard Chris's interview with Jim Gall- with a cold Jim Gallant. It was freezing. It was freezing. Jim, a positive win on the road at FC United. County left it late, but there was never any doubt, was there? Um, there's always a doubt uh, when you leave it so late. But um, obviously, when I've had a look at the highlights, I didn't realise we had as many good chances as we did. And... Um, to be fair, we, from the pressure that we put them on the second half, we had some great chances all inside the six-yard box. Um, but yeah, it was a nice way to win the game. Brilliant for Jamie Stott, uh, great for our fans, and more importantly for the team, it keeps that winning run going um, in a difficult place and uh, massive three points, uh, but every point's magic at the moment. Now we've had a few days to let the dust settle on it, Saturday was a huge day. We knew it was going to be leading up to it. We spoke about it last week. There's always a lot of things going on between the uh, the, the fans, big following, the, you know, FC United trying to get out of relegation, County trying to get up to the top spot. Now you've had a few days to just reflect on it and take stock on it. What did County learn from that day at FC? Well, have you, I've got a big tactical uh, conundrum to come over, but uh, I think what we've taken from the game is that it's an extremely tough place to go at the end of a week. Um you know, when you've been, you've had a home game against a full-time side, then you've had to travel to Leamington on a, a snowy day, and you're never sure if the game's on. You're getting back at half two in the morning, and then you've got to dust yourself down, go to work, and get 
prepared on Thursday for FC United, you're not really sure based upon their performances what they're going to play. So you're having to think on your feet all the time at the match. Um, but to come away with a win was brilliant. Uh, and I think what they've done is basically just almost went man on man across the midfield line. It made it very difficult for us to play through midfield. Our centre-halves were looking and seeing people marked and we had to kind of be... Uh, we'll have to find better solutions than we did, but what we did is we, we dropped the ball in behind the midfield line, tried to play off the likes of Frank, Adam and Daz and get our full-backs involved. And, um, but it was a, a tough tactical game for us. Uh, we had to put a, a big shift because they were very, very determined to get the, uh, the points and get something out of the game. And we had to work right, really hard right to the end of the game. And, um, but I think we deserved the points. Uh, deserve the goals and uh, like I said it was a, a really tough week's work and it was it's great this week to be able to have a week to reflect on some of the things we need to work on and um, if you like get fully recovered for what's going to be a huge test come Saturday. Successful teams in the past in history they've they've got skill and they've got talent within the squad but they've also got to have mental strength and character and, and display that on, on the gritty games and I, I thought County really showed that on Saturday and they're going to need to use that if they're going to get through this season towards the top end of the division. I don't think there can be any doubts about that. I think I think Saturday's game definitely asked questions in that department. Uh, I think, uh, you know, we've been on such a good run without conceding. So when we conceded against York, we thought, well, how are we going to respond to that? And I couldn't ask for a better response. Kick off and go and score. I put the game to bed. And then when you the next challenge is going behind in a game, going behind early away from home after a tough week and tremendous character to come back at the end of each half and score goals. So it goes to show that we, we're fully switched. And I've said it's not just fit, fitness, uh, physical fitness and speed. and It's also that uh, mental fitness, that ability to stay focused, concentrate and keep playing, uh, you know, keep doing the same principles. And right up to the very last minute, perhaps when they're starting to flag a bit and starting to get a little bit edgy. Um, and, and that mental side of it has definitely shone through in the last couple of games. There's been a lot of talk about Jamie Stott since he left, you know, that that was his last game. A lot of people praising him, what he's brought to the club. Obviously, he had the fairy tale moment, if you like, getting the goal. I don't want to go too much over Jamie Stott. Instead, let's have a look at Lewis Baines and what he's going to bring to the team, what county fans can now look forward to. You've had a bit of time with him in training. What have you seen from him? Yeah, I've just taken a moment on Jamie. I mean, it, it was a fantastic way for him to finish. And, um, you know, Saturday was magical. Those last couple of minutes of that game were magical in some ways because at the same time, Peter Clark was getting sent off for Oldham. So on Tuesday night, Jamie got a start for Oldham. I mean, that's for a player who's like at the top of his game, concerned about, wow, I'm enjoying this. I'm loving every minute of playing. And now I might not be playing. For him to be able to go Tuesday night to MK Dons and and play for, pull on the Oldham shirt and playing their first team was brilliant. And by all accounts, he was the man of the match. So really, really pleased for Jamie that he's gone from us to there. Um, we we want to do the same for our own players. We want to do the same for, for other players like Lewis. And um, Lewis looks like he's got the potential to develop into a Jamie Stott. Uh, got all the same physical attributes. He looks a very professional young lad who works hard at his game. It, uh, perhaps a, not as mature as Jamie was at that point that he left us, um, but Jamie's had a bit more game experience, um, was with us last year, and obviously had a very strong run with us this year. Um, but no, I think Lewis is going to be a very good uh, replacement. We could have gone for other options, but what I liked about Lewis was that he's left-footed, he can play left of a, a back four. If we want to play out, he's got all the attributes to play out. 
uh, think he's got an all-round physical suit, whether we play against a big man or a quick one. So um, it's been great this week to have him in every training session, to be able to get him used to our players, to use the way we play, our principles of play. And I'm really looking forward to him being in action. It's going to be a huge test for him because it's um, obviously we're playing one of the, one of the teams at the top uh, on the back of two wins. Um, Harry got a good side, very good at home. So it's a, it's a huge test for him and us uh, going into this game. But um, I'm hoping that would be a seamless transition from Jamie to Lewis. We'll speak about Harrogate in just a moment, what threats they possess, what we can expect from the weekend. Let's talk about your squad for a moment, though. Now we've had a bit of training time, and like we say, that, that FC game has sunk in and we've we've moved on from that. What's the shape of County's squad going into the weekend? Well, fortunately, we've been able to say every week that, um, you know, fully fit squad. Um, obviously, we, we suffered an injury to Simon Zubik at Mosley, so... Um, he was on a 24-hour recall and he's, he's, he's going to be a loss for them rather than us at this moment. But um, So he's the only one getting treatment at the moment. Um, but yeah, no, everybody's fully fit. They've trained really well uh, Monday, Tuesday and tonight. So, um, you know, everybody's had disruption with the travel and disruption with the facilities, but we've been keeping on top of everything. And it's very, very important because we've built up a good base of fitness, strength um, and resilience to injury. And we want to keep that going in a period where perhaps other people won't work as hard and won't, if there's a bit of snow, might not train. So I think we've got to try and keep that competitive edge. But everybody's fully fit. Um, I think we've seen on Saturday, um, you know, people think, oh, well, we've got to keep playing that team because it's your best 11. But, you, you know, you forget it was 1-0 with a starting 11, it was 2-1 with a sub. So um, we've got some subs that uh, want to be part of the first team, have played a huge part in our run of form. So we've got a very, very healthy 16 at the moment. And then when you add in the Connor and Niall and, and even the young lad, Jordan Downing, we've got good depth at the moment. So I'm really pleased with the shape of the squad. Um, we obviously keep an eye on the market who might become available. But at the moment, there's the, the quality that would improve us is just not there. Um, and I think we find it hard to improve on what we're doing at the moment. Does it make it difficult for you? You, you mentioned all those players there, such quality and depth and abundance. Does it make it difficult to leave players like Connor and like Elliot on the bench or out the team when there's just no space when you're winning games? I, I think um, I'd flip that around and say it's not me leaving them out. I think it's the other players who are taking the shirt. Um, um, there's certain players who were in great form. Elliot was in great form. I think his first 10 games or so unbeaten and, and then he picked up a knock at Barnet and obviously took his toll on him. Um, Warby was coming back, Jake Kirby came back, and Jake was doing great. Um, Paul was doing great, but then illness to to Jake and uh, an injury to Paul, and suddenly Darren Stevenson's in, and um, you know, and Sam Walker's got his chance again, and and and, and maybe, maybe that's why we're playing at the level we are because the competitiveness for the squad and the players on the pitch know that if if they if they drop their guard or they get an injury or they. They, you know, they don't quite do the job, then they could be out. But um, it's not me really resting these lads or leaving them out. It's the form of the players ahead of them. Um, I'm not saying a team picks itself, but if you've got that shirt, you work hard, you do your job properly and you get results, then it's very hard to change that group. Um, and the lads know that, um, but they're all very supportive of each other and they all know that they're all playing their part. And and if when called upon, they will play their part. Um, I'm sure the team... Our best eleven will keep changing, and we'll still get results. So um, it's going to be a, a fantastic 
14 games plus the FA Trophy to come and we look in really good shape as we enter the, the final three months of the season. Just a quick word on the National League North for a moment. Chorley have this game in hand on County, which they'll make up at the weekend. Does that do you any favours? Albeit it's against bottom of the league and they should go on and win that game, but do, does it get it out of the way? No matter what happens, for better or worse, at least they won't have that game in hand on us then. No, I think what we'll probably find is that the you know nobody's going to be on the same amount of games played. I think we're one ahead, which is unusual really when you consider the games we had to catch up. Um but the likes of spending more with their involvement in the FA Trophy and our involvement in the FA Trophy, other teams are going to be playing. And I don't think we're going to see, until the, perhaps the final few weeks of the season, everybody on 40, 41 or 42. So I think we're going to have to judge things as they stand. Um, if you ask me, I'd rather have the points in, than the game in hand, um, albeit the kind of form we're in. Um, I wouldn't regard Nuneaton as spending more game in hand. Um, uh, they'll have midweek games to come, which will be their catch-up games, um, whether that be Southport, um, Telford. So there's lots of tough games coming up for everybody. We've got a tough month. We've obviously got Harrogate and then we've got like Spennymore and Telford. and We've got some really tough games this month. Um, uh, loads of twists and turns. I think if I was going to sort of equate it, you, you only have to look at what's happened at the top of the Premiership. Who would you put your money on? You'd, def you'd say the favourites would be the team that's got the points, the game in hand, uh, if you like, because they, at this stage of the season, with 14 games to go, or 15 in Charlie's case, uh, four-point gap uh, or seven-point gap is huge, uh, especially if you continue a really strong run of form for the rest of the season. So it's theirs to lose. Um, but ourselves, um, and let's not discount, we're spending more. They win their game in hand. They're in great form. They've assembled the great squad, doing really well. Um, like I said, it's going to be a tough run, and it's going to be very, very competitive for the for the top three and for the champion spot. It's going to be very competitive for the um, for the playoffs. Uh, there's, there's a lot of teams heating up. Um, it's just really, really tough league now. It's really taking shape, and it's get we're getting to the business end of the season. So it'll be interesting um, to see what happens over the next month. Never mind the next three months. So. Harrogate the weekend, we know a little bit about them, having played them last season in the league. They've obviously changed a little bit their squad. They're doing well in the national. What do you know about them? Well, it, um, it's quite interesting because obviously I've been tracking the progress of the clubs uh, like Fylde and Salford <laughs> and that. I mean, there's massive changes at Salford, but we're never going to be the kind of Salford framework, uh, the constant changes, the kind of money that's been thrown in. But when you look at what's happened at Harrogate, Harrogate have basically gone up with a, a very well-equipped squad um, and they've basically stuck with the same squad to do well in the national and they are doing really well. They're very, very competitive. I think they've added perhaps a young, uh, how the young centre-half, um, they brought in uh, Muldoon, who's the top goal scorer. Um, but very much the same uh, group of players that formed their team very much the same group of players that form their squad. So it goes to show you that if we were able to be very competitive at this level and go up, that you don't need to make a lot of changes to be competitive at the next level. So that's a, a good sign. Um, yeah, but I, I think they've, with, with Beck, they've got a handful up front so they can go direct. They've got a lot of um, pace and mobility in midfield um, so they break quick on you. They've got a lot of goals in the team. Um, but it's been a while since they kept a clean sheet. So... Um, we know that, you know that they've got some strengths that we've got to make sure we protect against, and some some weaknesses we might be able to exploit. 
we've got to get it tactically right, make sure that we um, play our best team to get a result um, and then see how the day goes. The one thing for certain is the game will be on, which is great at this time of year with all the insecurity. Um, but Harrogate have certainly got an edge playing on an astral pitch at home and it's sort of shown with the stats over the years. So tough place to go, uh, a really tough draw for us. But it was one of the draws I wanted really for us at this stage was to... You know, we've done great. We had the Oval game, we've had the Barnet game, but we've had a great run of form here. Now it's a question, how, how does our team look against one of the top seven in the national? And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how we acquit ourselves in that game. Jim, it's going to be a very interesting game as ever. Wish you all the best. Chris, they're talking to Jim Gannon about uh, the win against FC United and the game against Harrogate this weekend. And... Um, how cold was it while you were sat in the car waiting for him to turn up at Edgeley Park? <laughs> <laughs> I got there a little early and he got there, not late, different times because he'd uh, the county had moved training due to the snow. Um, so I was getting colder and colder and colder. But luckily, and this is where you're going to call me a bit pompous, and I'm almost regretting bringing this up on air. Too late now. I, I've got heated seats in my car. Oh, goodness <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. Uh, as long as I don't mention the heated steering wheel, I'll be fine. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> as long as nothing else is heated, then we'll, we'll just about, about let you off. Uh, well, the, 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 to be fair, the, the steering wheel cools down quite quickly, so you don't really feel the benefit of that. But uh, no, it, it was cold. It's been a really, really cold week. And like, like Jim brought up in his interview, um, when it's like that at this level, teams struggle to prepare. Because players can't move around, training grounds are frozen. You know they can't. Players who are working, uh, they can, they can't work, or they're stuck in work because of the snow, or whatever, whatever. And it just disrupts things. Whereas County have been able to to get over that, if you like, this week, uh, and that's that's a really positive sign. And just shows again that the club do mean business, and they are stepping in the right direction, and all the rest of it. Um, but it, the, the important thing is that they're ready for Saturday. So quickly on that, on the weather, there's no chance. Ev- no chance the game could be off on Saturday? Not at all. Obviously, Harrogate have got the all-weather pitch. It's a plastic pitch. There you go. Um, at, uh, at, uh, at Harrogate. Now, you can never say never, um, apart from just saying it twice. Um, you know, we've seen games called off at Arsenal in the Premier League in the past because the lead-up to the ground was icy and all the rest of it. But, um, no, Jim was keen to make the point in the interview there. The game will be going on. Harrogate know that. You know, County know that. No danger of it being off. Um, so if I if if I can give any advice to people in two minds whether to go, the advice is get on down because Stockport County this season have shown special appearances away from home. You know, Yeovil, Barnet in the you know in the in the FA Cup, FC United last weekend. County are on a roll at the moment. So if you're in two minds about whether to go down, we've got new players to come and watch. We've got players who are trying to get back into the squad, uh, and we've got an FA Trophy against higher level opposition. So. Get yourself down. Plus, it's great food at Harrogate as well. Really nice burgers and stuff. And including, we worked it out eventually, including the uh, Cheshire Senior Cup. Nine in a row now? So, Stockport County's um, the steamroller in, if you like, of the division. You get the uh, you get the, the recent form tables up. And this is, the, the form table doesn't just include the last five games, but you can look back the last five games, 10 games, 15. So if we look back, County last dropped points, if you like, against Alfreton uh, away, um, which was a bit of a frustrating game, um, but to be fair, a draw was probably a fair result. Since then, Altrincham, Kidderminster, Altrincham again, Bradford Park Avenue, Truro, York, Leamington, FC United, with an FA, with um, 
uh, what you call it, Cheshire Senior Cup thrown in for good measure. Nine wins on the spin, uh, which is just fantastic. And just to boot that, just to give you a little bit more uh, picture there, only two goals conceded in that run as well. Um, you tell me that's not league winning form in any division, and I'll disagree with you. <laughs> well, I don't want to fall out with you, Chris, but, uh, <laughs> but that is, there's, there's no question about it. You know, there's the, it, it, we've talked about it before. There's always the thing about momentum. Momentum's really important in this game, you know. So you, you think peaking too early, but getting points in the bag. You know, points are in the bag, and you would rather have the points, and you would rather be where County are than anybody else. Well, we've got to still say Chorley look good. You know, Chorley look very, very good, sitting on top of the league, um, four points clear. They've got a game in hand, so they could go seven points clear this weekend. And you think, okay, they're in a good run of form themselves. They've only drawn once in the last seven games. The rest have won. Um, that was a draw against Hereford away from home, which they probably felt they should have won. So they're in great form themselves. Another team to keep an eye on is Spennymore, who is just sitting behind. They're sitting three points behind County, um, with slightly, ever so slightly, better goal difference. Should they win their game in hand, so County could find themselves third. Um, it should Spennymore win that game, but there's a lot of football to be played over the coming weeks uh, and months. So I think. Uh, we're in the conversation more now than we have been in the last few years. Um, that is your improvement. You look at the players that we've got, and I think they're an improvement on the players that have left us. There's going to be a couple of exceptions. People are going to look back and say, what about Danny Lloyd? What about Jason Oswald? What about Luis Montrose? I actually think County are better now than when they had those players. Um, we, and it's a team game. Danny Lloyd, Jason Oswell, Luis Montrose, they don't go and win the league on their own. Um, the, the team that we've got now is, is fantastic. We are in a position where we can fight Chorley, we can fight Spennymore, and um, made the best team win. And it's it's very interesting that you know it being about a squad and all contributing because you could say well Lewis is a bit different because he was a standout man across you know what was it four or five seasons. Yeah, he, brilliant player, Lewis Montreux. And but the other two had one great season and they were picked off. So. But you can't see that situation happening with this squad. There's nobody really. I mean, you can see. You know, obviously, win the league or get promoted, there's going to be eyes on you. You know, people are going to be looking at members and people are looking at them all the time. We're talking about scouts the other week, but it's not as obvious. I mean, it was, you know, pretty nailed on with Danny Lloyd and, you know, it was it was pretty nailed on with Jason Oswell. That they were such stellar performers that, that was like, that's always likely to happen to a team at this level. Strikers at any level score a lot of goals. They, they, they get attention. It's as simple as that. But um, I think when, when you talk about standout players now, people are going to talk about Matty Warburton because of his goals. But let's be honest. We, we, Martin, we said a few months ago, if the season was to end now, you might pick Sam Walker as your, as your player of the season. If the season was to end now, there's probably one of seven or eight players you could pick from. You know, you could pick one of a few defenders. You know, uh, you, you Jamie Stott, we spoke about him before. He's been instrumental in County moving up the table, as has Scott Duxbury, as has Sam uh, and Ash Palmer, not to forget Ben Hinchliffe behind them. Then in front of them, Sam Walker's still in the conversation, Jordan Keane's still in the conversation, Paul Turnbull's looked terrific. The only reason you would rule him out at this moment is because he, he missed a load of games through injury, as has Sam Walker now, which is not really fair judgment. You then look forward, Matty Warburton, he's got to be in that conversation. Frank Mulhern, the most improved player I think that we've seen in a long, long time. There's, there's just players all over that you could pick from as player of the season. And 
they're only getting they're only getting stronger. Darren Stevenson's finding his game again. Jake Kirby's banging on that door. Adam Thomas is bringing his value to Sam the table. Minahan's back. And exactly. There's just there's so many. And so quickly then we we touched on it at the top of the show, um, but just let's have a look at the FC United game. What was it about that game that? How did they win that game? Because I was checking Twitter and I thought, oh well, you know, this is you know it's it's typical, isn't it? You know, come up against them and they're the ones that we lose to. What was it that turned it around? Whenever you, whenever you think you know everything about football, football proves you wrong. Um, stop, a lot of fans will have seen that, and a lot of bookies will have seen that game as a an absolute nailed-on banker. And yes, it came off in the end. But it's a passionate game, and you can never rely on a game. You can never rely on anything that involves passion and thin margins. So County have all the better attributes. On paper, much better squad, much better in both boxes, much better in the middle of the park, faster on the wings, fitter through the core and the, uh, the spine of the squad. There is no reason FC United should really put up anything. But you walk out onto the pitch, and as Jim Gannon mentioned the other week, Dirty old town banging out from one end, the scarf banging out from the other. You've got players who know each other, who've grown up through the divisions. Harry Winter and Matty Warburton going up against each other was a mouth-watering battle. Really, really good to watch as a fan. And all of a sudden, that what you think you know, that tactics, that, that kind of goes on, you know, it goes down by the side for a moment because it's a passionate game and you've got to try and keep your head in a cool situation. Um, it, it, sorry, in a, in a heated situation. If if you accidentally shank a ball into the stands, the fans aren't going to let you forget that anytime soon. You know you've got the fans so close to the pitch, it's off putting. It's um, so for me, it, it was the mental strength that that needed that grind, if you like that. You know that had to propel County, give them that extra ten percent, where previously they may may have relied on snappy passing. You know to get them that today uh, Saturday it wasn't about that. It was all about showing that strength of character. And no matter how many times you get knocked off the horse, just get back on it. Keep going, keep going, keep going, because there's quality in that squad. Uh, and that's what it came down to. A Jamie Stott, central defender, to finish the ball like that when it's you know up in the air, coming down. And he's just had to guide it, steer it home. Uh, it's a lovely finish. And um, it's paid off. So, uh, And what a way to, uh, to end, you know, end your, your county account. You know. I don't think I've seen players give a guard of honour like that for a young player who's only been on loan before. I remember Phil Jevons getting a, a guard of honour when he was retiring, but that was a, a guy who played at Everton and you know, he'd done big things in his career and he, he was retiring from the game and it was a mark of respect to a player who'd done that. This was a young kid on loan. You know, he's had two spells now with the club, but for me he typifies again what Jim Gannon is all about as a manager. It, it, when Jamie Stock first came in, his first couple of games, me and a couple of the other guys in the media boxes, and probably, you know, I think yourself as well, were looking at each other and we're thinking, is this guy the right answer? He's, he looks a bit, you know, he's a bit skinny, he's a bit thin, he's a bit, you know, he's, he's young, he's naive, he's making mistakes, he, and you look at him now and you think, is that even the same guy? He looks like him. Um, uh, and that's Jim Gannon all over. He grows these players. Scott Duxbury, Jimmy Ball, you know, all these players that he takes through, develops and makes them uh, ten times a player when he started. So the players appreciated him. They gave him that guard of honour. The fans appreciated him. They love that last-minute winner. Uh, and Jim, again tonight, quick to pour praise on him. And like you say, what a fantastic step for the lad. It almost was like magic in the air because just as he was scoring that goal... 
the first choice centre half at Oldham gets sent off. So Jamie Stock goes straight back into the team and plays away at MK Dons on the Tuesday night and gets man of the match. So, you know, fair play to Jamie. I think we'll struggle now to get him back on, you know, at any point because Oldham will see his worth. Looks like Paul Scholes is going to get that job. We know that he, you know, wants to give all the players a, a thorough looking at himself. So, fair play to Jamie. Hopefully, see at the end of season party when we're celebrating promotion. And um, yeah, crack on. We've got Lewis Baines to look at now. Yeah, I think I was. I didn't realise that he got man of the match. I saw he went into the team straight into the team. Uh, I didn't realise he'd got he got man of the match. But yeah, county well, was... county have done Oldham and Paul Scholes a massive favour there. They've taken a player, given him lots of game time. They've made him better, and they've made him hungry. Done Jamie Stott a massive favour. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think it was the official man of the match because obviously it was the away team. But by all accounts, you know, he had a great game. Having, yeah. yeah, and. So what do we know about um, Lewis Baines? Well, Lewis Baines has come into the squad and Jamie's aware of him already. He's a very similar player in, in some ways. Um, and it almost looks like he could be the next project. Uh, <laughs> the for, next Gannon project. But this is what's interesting now is County do already have cover for that left-sided centre-back within the shape of Jordan Keane. Now, what Lewis can do that Jamie couldn't really do as well is he can go to left back as well. So we've got a bit more cover at the back. Now, Duxbury has been incredible this season. Nothing short of it. One of County's strongest performers. Um, you know, I'd love to see him tied down for the next five years to the club. Um, we'll have a battle on our hands, I'm sure, to do that. I'm sure over the coming years, if he continues this progression, teams will notice him. Um, but for the time being, we don't need cover there, but it just takes one injury, as we saw last season, uh, and earlier this season against Barnet. We don't really have that natural left-sided player to, to slot in. So now we've got Lewis. I expect him to start at the centre-half position, the left centre-half, um, and keep Jordan in midfield. Um, you know, Jim says he's very good on the ball, he's very good in the air, which is two attributes Jamie Stott brought to the team as well. So, and where does um, he come from? Uh, he's come from Fleetwood. But another thing that I like, <laughs> and I think there's a little bit of mind games in this as well, is he's had game time this season with Chorley. Now, I'd hate that. If I was a Chorley fan, I'd hate that the team in second have gone and got a lad who has been inside your dressing room this season. He's heard your manager's team talks. You know, he's spoken to your captain. He's met your fans. So, um, you know, it was only a month and it was only for covering positions and whatever, but... Um, it's a great asset, it's a shrewd signing uh, and I wish the kid all the best, I met him on Saturday I had a chat with him before the game uh, at length and he's, he's a decent kid uh, and I, I can tell you one thing he was uh, in awe looking at those fans all over the pitch <laughs> you know, celebrating when County scored that winner at the weekend, You know, celebrating Jamie Stott he was looking at and you could tell you could see the cogs going through him that that's what he wants now, he wants to be a part of that and uh, Harrogate next, FA Trophy on Saturday, as we said, you know, on the plastic pitch. Um, and again, as we always often say about the FA Trophy, you get to this kind of stage of it, you can't really lose. You know, you get to, you know, players get another game that, you know, the momentum carries on against a team higher than you, team that, you know, you, you know fairly well from playing in recent years, but a good measure for if you do get promoted... And, you know, another step closer to Wembley if it all goes well. If it doesn't, you've still learnt a lot. Well, the, th the thing, if, if, if we put that stuff aside for a moment, I think we're, we're at the, the stage of the season now where <clears throat> managers are going to have one eye on next season. 
you know, managers from all different clubs are going to be looking at um, where do they need to strengthen. So these the, the players will know that, you know, and if and if, if it doesn't happen for County next season, probably you know teams will be looking at, at Stockport County players, wondering who they can take and and who might now. This is county players' moment to prove that they are worthy of playing at the level above. Be it for Stockport County next season, so if we do win promotion, this these are the games where they can turn to the gaffer and say, look what I did against Yeovil, Barnet, look what I did against Harrogate, I'm worthy of you keeping me at this level. Um, they, they put themselves on this great platform to, to play against a higher level team. A team is in the playoffs in the level above. On paper, this is a harder game than Barnet. Um I think it's a tremendous platform, so I think the players will um, raise the games tenfold without even realising it. You know, they they'll know just what is on the line here, apart from everything that you've just said. You know, a chance to keep the winning run going, a chance to potentially get to Wembley in the future. On top of that, it's a chance to show our manager and anyone else who might be watching, I can play at this next level. I can hang with these guys. And you see, Lewis Baines going straight in. Yes. Yeah, I think he. I think he has to. I think. Um, Jim Gannon will use this. He definitely would never say it on air or, or off air to us, but in the back of his mind, I think he knows it's not the worst case scenario. Yeah, again, it's a, you know another good, good so reason for this match. Embed yeah. him in, get him ninety minutes, let him play alongside Ash, find out what it's like to play behind Jordan Keane, Sam Walker, Paul Turnbull in front of Ben Hinchliffe. Let him get to know Scott Duxbury. It, it, it makes sense. I'd be surprised if we don't see him this weekend. So does that make him your one to watch? It does make him my one to watch. I'm um, awarding the man, by the way, but carry on with your one to watch. I think I can guess who he's going to go <laughs> yeah. for. But uh, yeah, no, Lewis Baines is going to be the one to watch this week, so no press, you could. Welcome to Stockport County. And um, yeah, I just enjoy the ride because I think, hopefully, it ends with promotion. Yeah, obviously, Daman really can't be anybody else. It's got to be Jamie Stott. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, we weren't part of Guard of, the, the Guard of Honour, but let's give him a round of applause. Yeah. From, from County <laughs> um, so we finish with our feature. It's the I was thinking about this. Tidal leg end. We need a sound bite where it goes boom, 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 boom. I will. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing I can find one tonight, but by <laughs> next week I will find one. Because okay. me and you going bub 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 bum, it's not going to wash, is it? It sounds like a, never mind the buzzcocks. You know when you yeah. when they were all sitting there going bum 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 bum, <laughs> and someone else makes a noise over it. Yeah, so we'll find something. We'll give it the gravitas that it that it requires. Do you want to explain the rules in case yeah. anyone's forgotten? So if you're listening for the first time, or you didn't bother listening through last week, or you <laughs> where were you? Where were you? But yes, our new feature, the uh, the Cheadle leg end. We pick a player every week who has played for various clubs. We read out from Wikipedia uh, the games that he's played, and all you have to do is guess who that player is. Of course, the player has played for Stockport County yep. through his career at some point. Might be for a hundred games, it might only be for one game, but he has passed through the doors of Stockport County, making him a Cheadle legend. And if anyone from Talk Sport is listening, we did not. We steal did not it. steal this. It's very similar. Coincidence. But you can't. You know. You can't. And if you would like to, you know, if, <laughs> if you'd like to get in touch with our lawyers, then please do. We haven't got any. <laughs> the answer to last week's leg end was Ricky Lambert. Ricky Lambert. Lambo. Ricky Lambert. And uh, I haven't got his stats up, so I can't repeat them. So if you need to listen to them, go back and listen to last week's. This week's, Martin, are you ready? Yep, go on. Boom, 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 boom. This player. The Tudor Legend. The, boom, boom, this boom. is the Tudor Legend. This player started his career. A crew Alexandra. Ooh. No appearances, no goals. 
He moved to Stockport County, where he played 82 times with no goals. He then went to Bury, where he played six times, scoring no goals. In 2011, he moved to Rochdale, played 22 times, scored no goals. After Rochdale, he moved on to Tranmere Rovers. Four years he spent at Tranmere Rovers, 161 games. Guess how many goals? One. None. None. No goals. Uh, in 2015, he moved to Inverness Caledonian Thistle, where he played 71 games, scoring zero goals. And in 2018, on loan, he played for Indy, uh, <coughs> Indy 11. Oh, I've never heard of him either. Indy 11 is an American professional soccer based team, soccer team based in Indianapolis, Indiana. Soccer based. Soccer based. It's one of those soccer based teams. Founded in 2013. Did he play goaltender? He may well have done. Yeah, he did. I'll give yeah. you that. If you didn't get that from the fact that he didn't score any goals, you shouldn't really be a football fan. But yeah, so he started at Crewe, went to County, went to Bury on loan, went to Rochdale, Tranmere Rovers, Inverness, Caledonia, Thistle, and then he went to America, where he may well still be. I, for what it's worth, really rated this player at the time. It's incredible. A striker who's never scored any goals. That's <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing he wasn't a striker. Um, um, so yeah, get in touch on uh, on what's our Twitter handle again. Let people know at Live SCFC is the but place to go. You're also welcome to comment on SoundCloud as well. A couple Facebook. Of people, a couple of people did last week. Well done, lads. Both the, both commenters on on SoundCloud got it right. I didn't even know you could comment on SoundCloud. Look, look at you. You're I'm supposed so, to be social media manager. I know this is your <laughs> job in real life. In real life, um, when I'm not a striker that doesn't score goals. Yeah, exactly. Or a, a an award-winning guitarist and songwriter. Yes. Well, he, he, Father of not... two. <laughs> yeah. Swims like a fish. <laughs> He's not available, ladies, I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, let us know who you think this week's Cheetle Leg End is. Um, and you can hear full match commentary on Imagine One of 4.9 with Mr John Kieran and Chris this Saturday. Chris, thanks. Muchas gracias. Gracias.